Hello and welcome to On Mic with Jordan Rich. This is a podcast about people, artistic people, creative people who have something to say and something to give back. Before we get too far along, let me tell you how we can keep in touch. You can email me, jordan at chartproductions.com. On Twitter, the handle is at jordanwbz. And our Facebook page is simply entitled Jordan Rich Show. Certainly a lot of opportunity to stay connected. And I invite you to do just that. Well, there's nothing trivial about today's guest. Oh, wait just a second. Everything about him is trivia-based. Or better said, his ability to know things trivial. No mere mortal can compete with him. He's my longtime friend, Morgan White Jr., who's been entertaining people on radio and television at private and public events for over 30 years. Morgan's followers are called Triviots. He's worked all over the place, including Las Vegas, and he's got fans all over the country. Morgan's the author of the book, Talking Trivia, and on radio, he holds court on my favorite AM station, WBZ in Boston. You can catch him late night weekends. So if you wanted to know, let's say, which artist painted a mustache and a goatee on the Mona Lisa, uh, that's, by the way, Marcel Duchamp. Everybody knows that. Or what the capital of Australia is, Canberra. Or which is the most popular drink in the world that doesn't contain alcohol, <laughs> coffee. I would have chosen Zarex or Bosco chocolate milk. But anyway, if you wanted the answers to these kind of questions or any questions that have bugged you, there's only one man on planet Earth, my guest Morgan White Jr., who has the answers. Hello, dear friends, and welcome. My guest today is uh, frequently behind the microphone. He's heard regularly on WBZ across 38 states. And, and parts of Canada. And parts of Canada. How could we forget? And he's the one and only, and I mean one and only, Morgan White Jr., a longtime friend. Hello there, sir. Hello, Jordan. How are you doing? Last time we did anything behind the mic, I was with you in your studio. The yes. Last several times. Yes, that was uh, five, six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to nail down a date. We already tried next week. I'm not going to say a time, but we already tried for next week, right. which wasn't doable. But the week after that or the week after that, I want you back. I will endeavor to be there. And why don't you describe the show as it is now? It's certainly an evolution of what you've been doing for decades on the radio. But how do you describe the Morgan White Show? I've been doing the same type of show since October of 1980. I hope to get a recognizable name, local celebrity, national celebrity. I've got Sven Gulli pegged to be on in uh, two weeks. He's the MeTV FEEP, if you remember FEEP. Yes, I do. He does those god-awful monster movies of the 60s, and he's become a cult classic. And we haven't had a cult classic like that since Elvira. Yes, and that's just one of many guests who float in and out of the program. We'll talk about that. But as I said in the introduction, your claim to fame is having an amazing recall and being the, I'm going to use quotation fingers Go here, right ahead. king of trivia. You are the undisputed king. Well, thank you. Not to be <laughs> confused with Mel Simons, who's the king of nostalgia. No difference, no. right? Yeah. Between nostalgia and trivia? Yes. Huge difference. And to prove that I take it a step further out of the box... We have not rehearsed this. Pick a letter. Okay. Uh, K. Pick a second letter. R. K.R., she was in The Graduate. Catherine Ross. Bingo, home That's run. the way. I was going to say Keith Richards. You, I, another I, K.R. I thought, uh, my mind works at its own definition of speed. I eliminated three or four 
to be challenging <laughs> to you. Yes. And that took a second of airtime. Well, what's interesting about the work you do, and you do clubs, and we'll talk about your live shows, is that it's just as difficult, I think, to come up with questions as it is answers. Am I right? Yes. And for an example, I had someone give me the name, which when I point to someone and I say, pick a subject, they freeze. But most people know their own name. And the woman's name was Holly. I had to come up with at least 12 Holly. I did all Holly. Mm -hmm. 12 Holly questions because, as you know, you see me in my club show format. First group or individual to get three right wins. The T-shirt, the hat, whatever I'm giving away. Mm -hmm. Coming up with a dozen Holly questions. Impromptu. And I don't use a net. No looking it up. No book. No computer. Nothing. Top of my head. I can absolutely attest to the fact that this man does it all from that cranium of his. There is no computer. There's no Google. Under the gray hair. Under the gray hair and under the cap. There's no Google in your life, my friend. No. So let's go back and examine where this all starts for Morgan White Jr. in terms of your abilities and your love of this stuff. A number of people over the years have said the same question to me. And this example comes shining through all the time. Back in the day of TV, regular format, you had your 39 episodes, and then there was either a replacement show or repeats of the first 39 episodes until they came up to the new TV season. And we, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, would go into the schoolyard before school Mm -hmm. and talk about what we saw last night, Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies, and we were laughing at some of the jokes. Ellie, get rid of... Some of your critters. Well, what critters? Your aunts. Granny, I don't have any aunts. Your Aunt Pearl, get rid of her. And <laughs> yes. that was the sort of thing yeah. that entertained me in the third grade, and it still does. And the TV show, My Favorite Martian. Ray All Walston. of us were glued to that. As that, was I, by the way. Ray Walston, Bill Bixby, Pamela Britton. And we talked about that the next day in the schoolyard, like we were TV critics. We Mm -hmm. weren't, but that's how our conversation ran. And I would remember, now you're in the schoolyard in April, May, June. April and May, whatever they were showing on My Favorite Martian, they had shown at the beginning of the TV season. So the second or third episode of the season, now that they hit 39, they repeated them. And... I remembered almost line for line what the dialogue was between Ray Walston and Bill Bixby. So there's something about your memory, what would you call it, didactic? It it could be. Okay. That separates you from mere mortals. So in the schoolyard, the kids are all talking about the episode. Right. The difference between you and the rest of them is you soaked it in. I remembered and... I'm almost as good as Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory when it comes to memory. Almost as good as Sheldon. Do you have to practice this? Does, in other words, is yes brain elasticity we hear about, the more you use it, the better it gets. But has it been that way for you? You're at a red light. There's a car in front of you. And it's license plate, depending on what year that plate was issued, three digits three letters, usually. Sometimes Mm. it's four digits and two letters. And I take the two letters with the game that we just did for KR, Catherine Ross, and that keeps me focused. And there are times when I'll see a license plate 
and it will give me two letters that will come up later on that night mm. uh, doing trivia. Well, to me, it seems that in order to do this so well, you have to have a, a vast frame of reference, Morgan. It's not just characters on TV shows. No, it, it, it goes all through any stop along the pop culture train. Mm-hmm. It can be names from World War II. It could be names from old-time radio. It could be names from Boston politics going way back. And, yeah, TV characters and movie characters. The question I always have, and the challenge must be, with the explosion of pop culture on so many levels today— I mean, you can't keep up with everything. I don't think any computer could keep up with everything. But do you have to pick and choose what you focus on? <sighs> you would ask a tough question like That's that. That's what I do. I'm, yeah. <laughs> as you know, I'm, Yay! I grill people. To answer in one word, yes. I have to pick and choose. But my sphere of what do I choose is wider than most people's mm-hmm. sphere of what they like. Uh, for an example, I tell people this all the time. When I started doing this, there was no Tom Brady. When I started doing this, there was no Big Bang Theory. Mm. So the things that have come along since I began doing this, I've made room for. And and the five subjects are music, movies, sports, TV, and general information. Those are the subjects uh, of trivia. And I've had to expand what the people want. In in many many broadcasts over the years, I would I would have quizzes and games and so yes. forth as as you do, and it would always tickle me when someone would call up out of the blue and ask a question that no one would ever know at all ever because the information was never public about some obscure factoid. There is a rule, there is a dividing line, isn't there, between what is real trivia and what is absolutely just. The, minuscule nonsense. The oh yeah rule. <laughs> the oh yeah rule, okay. If somebody says, I mean, pick pick any TV show. All right, let's go back to the 60s, okay. uh, the wild, wild west. Fine. If somebody said, what was the full name of Michael Dunn's reoccurring character? May I? Because it's one of Show my... off, go ahead. Dr. Megalito Loveless. Full name. Oh, he, see, he got me. He got me. I do not know the full name. I Middle guess. name, Quixote. Oh, see, that's Dr. Michelito Quixote Loveless. I was tilting at the old windmill there, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, you were. And that's the point. There are so many facts out there about everything. I'll use the name Gene L. Kuhn, who produced both the Wild Wild West and Star Trek. Mm. And because of him, the middle name of James T. West and James T. Kirk is the same, Tiberius. Very good. Interesting. And that's how that became a common denominator between two unrelated shows. There was nothing else that connected the Wild Wild West to Star Trek. You know, uh, there's WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks, there's Wikipedia and WikiLeaks, and all kinds of sources online and information available at one's fingertips. I give you credit for holding off and just doing it naturally and having fun with it as you have. And I can go off on anything, as you said, doing it naturally. Puck Owens, and all I got to do is act naturally. <laughs> My mind cannot shut off. Mm-hmm. And the only time, and this is in print somewhere in an interview I did, heaven knows when, 
I'm in Vegas. I mean, I've even done, I'm doing trivia in Vegas with Big Elvis. I can turn my mind off and not let the instantaneous subject come off of something else or dovetail from something else. And why do you think that is? I have no idea. But the bright lights, the beautiful girls, what, what is it? Could be all of it. <laughs> all of it. Let's get back to doing radio because, yes, you're the trivia master and that's a big part of what you do. But you've also been a radio host for 30-odd years, 35. Closer to 40, yeah. Closer to 40, as I have. Experiences, we all have them, particularly working late night where the lines are wide open to anybody. Correct. Do you have uh, certain memories that stand out as specific moments that are highlights or lowlights? I was supposed to interview Bob Clampett. I like the entire cast of characters that are involved with animation. Directors, voice performers like you and I share the same poster in your office, the speechless poster of Mel Blanc. And Bob Clampett produced Beanie and Cecil and a lot of other single cartoons. This has happened to me either two or three times. He died the night before. Oh, that's a shame. Could have gotten one more day out of him. Man, yeah. that would have been nice. Kirk Gowdy died. The night before I was going to have... See, I don't know if I want to Kirk be a guest Gowdy. on your show anytime soon. <laughs> well, the odds are in your favor. Because it's only happened two or three times. And I have had thousands. Yeah, no, no. Who was the third? Is give, it me, a th- give me a second. Well, one worked in reverse. I had him on a Sunday, and he died on a Monday. A wrestler named Richard Byrne. Okay, okay. Wow. I had that happen to me once. With? Uh... I don't know if I told you this. He was the, one of the stars of Combat. Rick Barry? Rick? Jason. Oh, Jason. Rick Jason. Thank you. Rick Barry. <laughs> Rick Barry shot underhanded basketball. I, I called him on a Sunday to book him for the following Saturday. He had a book or something, and he was all excited. And then the next day, he uh, sadly he committed, suicide. Oh. He committed suicide. And when I said, was it something I said? I hope not. <laughs> But let's not get mired down in, okay. in the macabre here. But you've also been, as as any broadcaster, you've been on the air when certain events, world-shaking events have occurred. Yes, definitely. I've been on the air. This one stands out when, I'll give you two. Mm-hmm. One, when Flight 0007 Passenger Airline was shot down by... The Korean? Her, yes. Korean Airline. And the other, when JFK Jr.'s plane crashed. Mm. I've got an interesting story. It dovetails off that. BZ used to be all under one big umbrella, TV side and the radio side. Everybody was doing the best they could to get all the information as fast as it was available. And TV had ordered pizzas. They had 12 pizzas. 12. I remember this number. We in radio didn't have one. Now, remember when I always used to bring in food? Mr. White was the the official caterer of the uh, late nights. And TV people constantly came down and helped themselves. vultures. So I figured, what's one less pizza (laughs) for TV? Took it down to our section of the world, and within two minutes, somebody came down. Did you take a pizza? I said, yeah, we're all here doing the same job. Well, if you could bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) Could you bring it back? It's for just TV. And I said, when I've brought food for radio, overnights, a lot of your TV people come on down. I don't mind. Well, we're all working hard. 
and we're not? Well, that that reminds us that over the years, this idea of TV overtaking radio and being the big brother to the little sister. Yes. Uh, the the research doesn't bear that out. In fact, radio still commands as much respect, if not more, from the audience. So I'm with you 100%. I remember those days. I've fed those people a lot, too. So they should have treated you better. Well, and I brought... <laughs> There might have been six people on duty, one or two news people, and we were only six people. They had two or three times that, but what are you going to do? Well, that's a that's a good war story, though. Yeah, we're all covering that. the same story. Let's come back to the show, though, and some of the guests you've had. You've had a lot of celebrities over the years. Who stands out? I know it's a tough question because you've had some. No. The first person I ever had, Dawes Butler, voice on par with Mel Blanc, did hundreds of voices, Mel Blanc and Dawes Butler were one and two for animated voices. And Mel Blanc had a bigger PR machine for himself. So who did Dawes Butler do again? Who was his main? Well, he had people like Yogi Bear, Huckleberry Hound. A lot of Hanna-Barbera. A lot of, as Mel Blanc worked for Warner Brothers, Dawes worked for Hanna-Barbera. Gotcha. And he, Muttley, Astro. (laughs) yes. I, no, not Astro. Astro was Star Messick. Forgive me. You're forgiven. Yes. I've, I've blown three or four questions already <laughs> as, as I'm in the presence of royalty here. So Dawes Butler was your first guest? And he was supposed to stay for an hour. He stayed for three. He and I hit it off so well. Hmm. I normally will ask people off air during a commercial, have the producer ask the person if they want to stay another package of time. 20 minutes, half hour, whatever the case may be. But I was young and new, and I asked him on air. He said, Morgan, no problem. I remember many conversations you had with one of the living legends of animation, and that's June Foray. I love that woman. And she almost made it to 100 years old. I know she did. And she loved coming on. She loved coming on. She and I became friends. We had lunch together once. Bill Scott... June Foray and me at the stockyard. I'm with Rocky and Bowinkle, Valhalla. Doesn't get any better than that. Doesn't get any better. And I'm going to tell you a quick story. June lost a lot of possessions during one of the major earthquakes out there. And she was, she called me and she was all upset because her mother's dishes were destroyed. My ex-wife at the time had an antique store and we, we were still friends communicating. She sent antique dishes out to June Foray. Oh, wow. June was beside herself thanking me. She's a beautiful lady. She's a what beautiful a talent. Woman. What a sweetheart and what a talent. Yeah, and, and over the years, too, you've, you've had so many iconic TV and movie actors and people that we grew up with. Yes. And, and I say we, I'm saying anybody over the age of 35 or 40. You and I are near the same age. I'm right. older than you, but okay. you and I are close enough that the ones I had. You would remember you know, Brady Bunch. I had uh, Robert Reed and a couple of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, David McCallum. David McCallum. He. I try to have him on yearly. We remember him as Ilya, but he's got great popularity now on NCIS as um, Doctor Doctor Mallard. <laughs> 
We'll be right back with today's guest in a moment. This podcast is produced at Chart Productions with technical assistance from Dan Tebow of Fast Twitch Media. Now, if you're interested in developing your own podcast, whether for business or fun, please get in touch. We're now actively producing a whole bunch of great shows, and with our decades of broadcast experience, we can help you every step of the way produce and push up to the cloud a podcast you can be proud of. Visit chartproductions.com, C-H-A-R-T productions.com, and get in touch if we can be of help. Now, back to today's episode. No, it's it's interesting. When we had our, our youth, our heyday, it was the era of three or four channels maybe at the most. Correct. And you had to wait for a movie to, to show again on TV and a rerun, or you, you, you saw it in the movies and you had to you had a hope that it would come back somewhere on TV in three or four Precisely. years. Precisely. So different from today. Now, that same movie, you can take remote control, tell it you want to see, um, paint your wagon, and boom, yeah. in place, paint your wagon with Lee Marvin and Clint Eastwood. Right. Is there a particular, you know, recently, and as we tape this podcast, as we record it, the Jeopardy champion uh, was was to finally yeah. defeated. The, James, yeah. James H. Yep. I'm wondering, everyone has an Achilles heel. Do you have one you'd say, if anyone's going to get me, it's going to be in that area? I'll pick a Jeopardy subject. Okay. Green Chinese pottery. They once did a subject called Green, Green Chinese. Chinese pottery. So I'm pretty good at almost everything else. And I pride myself on being able to come up with a trivia question on any subject. Somebody have... Somebody out there has picking, picking. Excuse me, picked. Uh, I'm trying to think of a weird amalgamation of subjects that I have heard, and they, they picked for an example British TV. Now I'm very good on British TV, <laughs> but they picked the Super Mario Nation shows, Supercar, Fireball XL5, Space 1999 with. One of your former guests, Martin Landau, yes, and Barbara Bain, and they asked about an obscure early '60s Super Marionation question, and the question was, "Who was the enemy on Stingray?" And I said, "Wasn't it Triton?" And they said, "No, it was Titan." Oh, and I was so ashamed I missed that question. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I will certainly give you uh, a pass here Thank on this uh, podcast. What's the, the classic one that everybody says, hey, here's the greatest trivia question of all time? Is it the first name of the skipper on Gilligan? Skipper's first name. Also, um, uh, what does Kimosabi mean? All right, well, let's take the skipper first. What is his full name? Jonas Grumby. Jonas Grumby. Okay, that's something. A I want, good name for a seaman. It's a very good seed. Sounds like a Popeye character, yeah. Jonas Grumby. And Kimosabi. Faithful friend. Oh, okay. Very good. Did you ever interview Clayton Moore? Yes, I have. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I interviewed Clayton Moore. I interviewed him when he was going through that, can I wear a mask? You can't wear a mask. Then we I'll, own the mask. Then I'll wear the dark glasses. And then I'll wear the dark glasses. I remember that so well. Oh, my goodness. Another aspect of what you do is that, uh, generally speaking, because you're such a trivia guy, you'll do a quiz when you're on the air almost every time. And, folks, I'm holding in my hand a, a white notepad here, white lined paper. Yes, I see it. And, you know, I take notes and then I throw them away. You take notes during the day, no computer. You write up 50 questions, right? Yes, I do. 
I, it's just incredible. Do you save those afterwards? They're all saved. Usually, Nancy types them up for me. Nancy, so that's the, the copy I your better half. Correct. Yes. So that copy I can bring to the radio station. Just check them off as I ask mm-hmm. them, and I think I have most of them. And the best of those games I put into a book. Uh, the last book I wrote called Talking Trivia. It's interesting. I, there was a uh, documentary about Joan Rivers many 10 years ago. Okay. And she had a filing system for jokes on note cards. Not unlike Bob Hope. Yeah. And I kept thinking, I wonder if Morgan has saved all this stuff and has a collection. Of course, Nancy knows how to actually use a computer. Right. And they're in her computer. <laughs> okay. So if I said, if you can go back and find me the uh, state capital game, I wrote a question. And every answer was based on one of the state capitals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I try to make them fun. So if I say red stick, is there a state capital that comes to mind? Red stick. Red stick. What state capital do you think of when I Baton say Baton Rouge? On the nose. Okay. See, you know what's great about this? It's not just useless information by any stretch. It's stuff that we all want to know or right. want to know more about. I mean, state capitals, we learn them in fourth grade. Yeah, that's and that's a good way to remember a state capital. Well, I'll give you two more. Okay. Administering to a boil. Administering to a boil. Um, and this is a state capital. It's a state capital. Pay attention okay. to the suffix. Administering... To a boil. Uh, Yes, it would have an I-N-G in the title. Correct. And I can't, for the life of me, think of what it is. Uh, I'm only in New England, Augusta, Providence. Lansing, Michigan. Michigan. Lansing, Michigan. You lance a boil. Of course, of course. And this one is a pun. 100% rabbit. Oh, hair. Um, Not hair. Albany. (laughs) Albany. Albany. You're talking to... The worst punster on the planet who is vilified for his bad puns. So I'm with you all the way. All okay. bunny. Love it. Well, that's and, I wrote, a, and I wrote 50 of those. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing you do during the day. That's my job. That's show prep. That's show prep. And you know a lot about show prep. Indeed. Because the work you put into your shows when you had them, and now when you do um, book reports or the Connoisseur's Corner, I know you have a lot of show prep you do for those shows. Well, I think it's it's a matter of pride, too. I mean, I've seen you in action on the air, but I've actually seen you in action at charity events and and social gatherings. We did one or two together. We have. And Morgan is, is so real. You just show up. You've got the hat with the big leather hat, yep. cowboy hat. You basically say, okay, here I am. Bring it on. Let's have some fun. That's it. And people absolutely love it. You've got a website. Did you, know, did you know that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Actually, I have two of them. Okay. MorganWhiteJr.com, mm-hmm. which is the website people that listen to BZ use to get in touch with me or hire me. And my other one is MorganWhiteJr at gmail.com. All right. That is what we call an email address. Okay. That's Okay. I'm just giving you. Uh, that's my bit of trivia. Okay, that's well, thank an email you. address. I've learned something. Not that, not that it matters to you that much. I just want to say how much fun it is to be your friend, and how we've had so many laughs over the and years. I appreciate it. And one thing I will say in closing, and you can get the last word if you want. I've never met a more generous 
colleague, and I mean it this way. When I would take a vacation or take time off and you were the main fill-in guy, you would always ask me, is it okay if I book this person? I don't want to take right, over. Exactly. And I, That's I, professional courtesy. And, and I, because I, I would think that everyone would do that, but you stand out as a person who's always been exemplary in that area. So okay. I just want to say thanks. And I want to say thanks to your now wife, then girlfriend, giving me a name for what I do. Yeah, and tell everybody what Roberta came up with. You, you tell them. Go ahead. I, I, I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you would tell us. <laughs> I remember most of what she says. What did she say? It had to do with trivia. It had to do with today, contemporary, communication, something like that. It's been four years. And Please. now that I brought it up, I can't remember. Oh, no. <laughs> no, let me, let me, let me turn my, my brain on. But it was the perfect description, and it begins with I, the letter I. It begins with the letter I. Interesting knowledge. Uh, No. Improving your mind. Uh, And here we are. We've done a whole however long half hour of this. Yes, we have. And we end on a subject that we both should remember. And we can't remember. Because that's when you brought her to one of my shows. I did. I brought Roberta to one of your shows. She loves you. and, uh, And, of course... She's just said, you ought to, what you do is, now what? (laughs) Hi, it's Roberta. And for those of you who can't remember, I coined the name. It's Improv Trivia. Hope you enjoy. So you're still out on the road, despite the fact that you're doing big time radio on the weekends. You are out there doing gigs. And this podcast goes all over the world. But where generally do you work these days? Well, I work every Tuesday where you and Andrew came to see me at the Midway Restaurant. Great chicken dinner. And that's 269 Washington Street in Dedham. Okay, Dedham, Mass. Once a month, I work at McGuigan's Pub on Main Street in Milford. I almost said Milford, excuse me. Used to do a show in Milford. Um, Whitman. Okay. And... Every now and then, I work with Big Elvis out in Las Vegas. Yeah, where where in Vegas do you... At Harris. Oh, cool. At Harris, the piano bar. Very nice. And he works Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and speaking of generous, he's every time, every time I go out there, he starts at 2, takes a break at 3 for like half hour, 45 minutes, and he gives me that half hour to 45 minutes. This would be a.m., I'm guessing. Um, two in the morning? Or? No, two in the afternoon. Oh, you can actually have normal hours? Normal when you're hours, and okay. people love it. Well, they should love it, because you, you put on a great show. Because there's nowhere the Trivial Pursuit cards and a format, but I just wing it. I tell people, yell any subject you want. All right, let's do that to close out the show. Okay, pick All a right, subject. I'll pick a subject. Uh, let's go with uh, Let's go with sports. What sport? Let's go with baseball. Dealing with baseball. The measurement from home plate to the mound, exactly 60 feet, 6 inches. Mm -hmm. What other sport has that exact same measurement from here to there, 60 feet? 60 feet, feet, 6 inches. inches. Is it a, a, well, I'm asking a It's a well-known sport. Okay. And there are several versions of this sport, depending on what state you call home. Oh, depending on what state you call. And it's consistent with the various versions of the sport. Okay. Well, it's not basketball, because that's a standard court size, or hockey. Lacrosse? Horseshoes. Tiddlywinks. 
Bowling. <laughs> bowling. <laughs> he's doing all these things. I'm trying to. Oh, he's trying to help me. Bowling. Uh, is that right? 66. From the foul line to the head pin, 60 feet, 6, six inches. inches. So whether it's 10 pin or candle pin or even duck pin. Man, that's a great question. I am going to toss that out to people who haven't heard this. I'm going to amaze them. Go right ahead. And you out there in the audience can amaze your friends, too. Go right ahead. Morgan, it's delightful to have you in. You're a great pal and continued Jordan, success. You. People, soon I'm going to have Jordan on my show on BZ, either a Friday overnight or Saturday overnight. Be on the lookout. What a delight hanging out with Morgan White Jr. He knows a lot more than just the trivial. A very accomplished and wonderful friend who continues to amaze us all and entertain us all. Thank you to Morgan. And thanks to you for listening, for downloading, for subscribing, for reviewing this podcast, which is available on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, this is Jordan Rich saying, be well so you can do good.